As always, it's so good to be with you, and especially on this evening as we celebrate the Merry Christmas of Jesus our Lord. Well, it's a highly recognized fact and uh, undeniable reality that Jesus was born into the world some 2,000 years ago. I don't know of anybody that really denies that reality. And um, so one of the things that I've been trying to do this year, each and every year I try to uh, sort of pick a theme or something to uh, emphasize or focus on in my reflections as I prepare for the holiday season and for Christ's coming. And one that I thought of this year that I would do is to combine the fact of Jesus' birth with the feeling the feeling of uh, what it was like, what it must have been like to have been there that great and wondrous evening some 2,000 years ago. And so what I would like us to do this evening is to try to get in touch more with the feeling, what it must have, must have feel, felt like to have been there on that wonderful evening. We'll begin by looking at some of the testimonies, the personal testimonies of those who were actually there. We find those as we find them in the Holy Scriptures. How did they feel about it? How, what was significant about it? What moved them? Well, the first thing, of course, is the angels. The angels begin the whole process that evening by uh, breaking open the sky, the heaven opening up, the angels descending in the fields, the shepherd fields where the shepherds were, as they burst out in joyful song, in joyful song with big smiles on their faces. They, uh, they were happy. I mean, it was truly a wonderful thing because today, born in the town of David, is the Savior, and he is Christ the Lord. And as the shepherds were watching all of this taking place, as they saw the radiant angels, they said, we must go see. we got to go see what this is all about. And so they run as quickly as they can to Bethlehem to see what it is and if it was as the angels had foretold them. There's always, when you get excited, there's running going on. And uh, I noticed that uh, when the, the, the disciples on, that were on the road to Emmaus when Jesus told them, when they said, we got to go tell the other disciples in Jerusalem what happened. They, what they do? They run. They run. They're excited. And that's what we see the shepherds here doing. They run to Bethlehem to see. This is, this is something that uh, created excitement in their hearts. And it says that they praised God as they ran the entire way. It was a happy time. So I guess you could say there was a sense of anticipation in the air. There was that feeling. There was a feeling of joy. There was a feeling of happiness. And so they run. And then upon finding Mary holding the baby Jesus with Joseph beside them, uh, sitting by a fire that Joseph had built for them to keep them warm because it was pretty cool that time of the year, they rejoice. They rejoice because... Yes, it's just, it's fact. It is as the angels said it would be. And then even the animals, I think we have to include the animals this year as we think about them. Uh, they were quiet that night in the barn and they shared their manger. You know, I can imagine the cow or some of them who, who would eat in the manger. I can just see them coming up and sniffing and smelling the newborn babe. 
and uh, what a wonderful time it was because even the animals, there was a sense of peace and calm that come, came over the cows, the donkey that, that Mary rode on, uh, the, a dog that was there, a sheep, mice, and there was probably even a few doves that were nesting in the rafters there. But everything was at peace. There was a sense of joy that was taking place. Those are some of the, some of the uh, witnesses or testimonies with a little bit of uh, free, free play in there in the sense of what it was like to take place. And that gives you a pretty good uh, feeling for what, what the Christmas night was like. That's, that's what we typically do. That's why we have the manger, the crash. That's why we sing the beautiful songs, all the many, many good things that take place as we celebrate, as we try to get in touch with what it was like. But I wanted to go a couple of steps deeper than that. And uh, the first one, you know, what, what would be, how could I relate to this in some kind of modern day terms? The, the significance of this experience of Christ, Christ breaking forth, Christ coming into the world. We know that to get in touch with it is that it's substantial that it means a lot. But what might be some examples that would come to mind out of the, the, the contemporary world today could help, would help me to understand the significance, the importance of this, uh, this birth of Jesus. Um, one of them might be like this. If some great authority was to come up to me and to inform me that there's born into this weary world tonight. Tonight, there is born into this weary world one who in 30 years would end hunger, one who would stop all the wars, and people would live in peace. Uh, this person that was born tonight is now in the world. Um, he would create or she would create uh, a government, would be bipartisan, finally, in that sense. Crime would be eliminated. No more crime. No more homelessness. Discrimination eradicated. And laughter would be heard from children because they could safely play in the streets. Um, that, that might be a good way. That, I think that's a good illustration of how we might feel in the significance of the birth of Jesus. Um, that, that would really bring a lot of joy and so there's, there's an interplay, you might call it, of what it might feel like of, of someone is coming in today. But I think the best illustration of how I would feel comes from a childhood memory. I'm sure many of you can uh, relate to this because uh, I think it's even practiced today. And it's this. On Christmas Eve, I can remember as a little one, on Christmas Eve... Uh, the television station interrupting the programming in order to inform us that radar had picked up something unique, something uh, different. Now today, I notice we on Facebook and stuff, we have uh, we have airline pilots who have been uh, reporting this this phenomena, uh, this phenomena. But on radar, it looks like that there's a sleigh and several reindeers that are coming down from the North Pole. And you know, when I heard that, when I was a little boy, when I heard that, that Santa was on his way with lots of toys on his sleigh, my heart was filled with joy. 
I was really, really excited about that, that the anticipation of the coming of Santa and what, what would be under the Christmas tree that next morning. And as the choir, the, we had the children's choir here tonight, I was asking them, will you be able to sleep tonight? A lot of them said, no, it's going to be hard to go to sleep because I know that Santa is coming and I am excited. And I think that that experience really describes how I feel this weekend or this evening as I look into the manger. My heart is filled. My heart is overflowing with immense joy and happiness and anticipation because my Savior has been born and he is Christ the Lord. He will restore my relationship with God. My sins are forgiven. I will receive the Holy Spirit to empower me over time. He will give me the Eucharist. He will share his body and blood to nourish me. And the gates of heaven that once had been locked are now unopened. And I can come in and I can enter into the way to eternal life. That's what I feel like when I look at the one lying in the manger. And like Simeon, and just a few days later, I cry out, my eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. There's joy, immeasurable, and peace that is beyond all comprehension. That's how it must have felt. And so I say tonight to Mary and to Joseph, thank you for letting me see Jesus. I have a good feel now for what it was like that starry night some 2,000 years ago, and it lights me up. But what is it that you say? What? What is it? Would I like to hold Jesus? But what if I drop Jesus? You know, that might not be too good. Well, you, you say go, it's okay to go ahead and hold Jesus. Well, I think I will. And I pick up Jesus, and I hold him in my arms. And as a little child, he's moving. He's, he's moving around a little bit. He's warm. He's cooing like babies do, yeah. And he's smiling at me like babies will do. Wow. And I thought in my mind, now I have a good idea of what Jesus is coming because I can feel the joy of Christmas. I can see it in the face of the Lord himself. And now I know why the angels were singing, the shepherds rejoicing, and the animals at rest, and Mary and Joseph so happy. Because God, in the person of Jesus, has been born and is now resting in my arms. He's resting in your arms tonight. He's real. He's as real as real can get. And how my heart is bursting with joy. Yes, he will do all of the things that the prophets foresaid of him and foretold of him, but he will do much, much more. He will encourage me. He will inspire me. He will listen to me. He will give me hope. He will heal me but most importantly, he will love me for who I am and he will call me his friend all the days of my life 
and then I will go to be with him in heaven and live with him forever. That's what we're celebrating tonight. That's the intensity of what it is. Jesus is inviting all of us who are here tonight, no matter what our situation, no matter what our station in life may be, to let him into our lives as our loving savior and as our friend. So I ask you, do you feel that? Do you feel that in your life and in your heart? And may your response be a resounding yes. And so I say to all of you, God bless all of you and have a very Merry Christmas.